Welcome to the Audit Podcast, the number one podcast for the audit profession. Be sure to check the show notes for all of our social media channels and to sign up for the Audit Podcast newsletter. Now, here's your host, Trent Russell. This podcast is sponsored by Green Skies Analytics, where they do everything tech-related, but only for internal audit. Although compliance and risk management, y'all are cool too, so feel free to check it out also. To find out more, please visit greenskiesanalytics.com, but it's more likely that you're just going to Google it. So to find out more, please Google Green Skies Analytics. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Audit Podcast. This is a continuation of our series with the 2022 Internal Audit Beacon Awards winners. As handed out by the former president and CEO of the IIA, Richard Chambers. A little background for those that might not know. In 2019, Richard shared a list of the internal audit thought leaders of the decade. Uh, That list alerted internal auditors around the world about outstanding men and women in our field who worked tirelessly to elevate and promote the internal audit profession through writing, speaking, use of social media, and networking. Uh, The blog was so popular that Richard crafted a new list at the end of 2020 to recognize the 10 thought leaders of the year. And after he stepped down uh, from the IIA in 2021, he promised to continue recognizing the internal audit thought leaders around the world who make a difference in our profession through the annual Internal Audit Beacon Awards. So here we are uh, in 2023. And since we obviously don't know (laughs) who those award winners are going to be, we're kind of taking a look back and interviewing the folks from 2022 who were recognized as thought leaders in our profession. Alaba Awulaja. While he's held multiple leadership roles in internal audit and ERM, he is currently the chief managing consultant at Go Risk and Oversight. And Alaba refers to himself as an internal audit fundamentalist. And so the first question is why uh, and what is that? as well as what is internal audit and what are the basics, the fundamentals that we should all know. I think that's important even as a CAE or in some kind of leadership role to go look at it and understand like, yeah, why are we doing this again? Like, what are the basics of internal audit? And not only for CAEs, but especially maybe even the staff, seniors, the people that are in the weeds to be able to get that thousand foot view and go, wait, what's the point of this again? The overall objective of what we're doing. So I think that's really important. Also wanted to ask uh, about a story where Alibi helped an auditor by working with them to understand the fundamentals. That's a lot of what he does at Go Risk and Oversight. And then a lot of times Alibi talks about learning internal audit from A to Z. And so we hit on exactly what that means and how we can do it. And then lastly, we talk about how Alibi is helping the folks that he works with as the chief managing consultant at Go Risk and Oversight to help his clients. Here we go. So you refer to yourself as an internal audit fundamentalist. Why is that? Why? <laughs> I mean, I just have to tell you about the story of how I became an internal auditor. Okay. And why? I called myself an internal audit from the instance. You know, when I started learning about the certified internal auditor series of division around 2010, um, it was challenging for me to understand the profession. And that is based, uh, that was based on our local practice in 
Nigeria and in the local parties of internal origin in Nigeria. And back then, and even until now, till now, we have accounting professionals regulating the internal auditing profession. But I have a computer engineering and computer science background. Mm-hmm. And I found out that many professionals in Nigeria practice internal auditing in the way they believe it was, or even currently it is. And what these people told me about internal auditing was not the same as the content of the certified internal auditor exam review materials that I was reading in those days. So over time, I discovered that there were many entry doors into the professional practice of internal auditing. But learning what the profession is all about from the fundamentals was not the key to being an effective internal auditor conventionally. Until recently, when um, other subject, uh, subject matter areas such as information technology, IT, environmental, social, governance, enterprises management, um, culture, and many became popular in the professional practice of internal auditing. People either focus on accounting and finance, internal controls, or compliance, immediately after they join internal auditing function of any organization. So, seeing this knowledge gap, about the basics or fundamentals of internal auditing. I decided to help people to understand the basis of internal audit as a profession, as a normal profession. We have lots of brilliant professionals talking about um, the conventional and advanced subject matter areas of internal auditing. But many internal auditors had already missed the basis of the professional when they joined. And that's the reason why I've decided as a professional to call myself an internal audit fundamentalist because we will never solve the, the knowledge gap problems if passionate internal auditors like me don't talk about the basic. Thank you. Yeah, I've heard similar stories and, and mine was pretty similar when I moved from external audit to internal audit. I was there for months before I saw the red book and I was like, oh, wait, we have like, they tell you how to do all this stuff. Like it's written out. Like then you just follow it. You know, it was like, it kind of blew my mind. Um, and I was talking to others. There was one, I know she's been doing internal audit consulting for about 30 years. And when she was in internal audit, I think like years went by before the red book came across her desk and she had a similar, you know, thought of like, oh, like here's, like most of the answers are in this book right here. Did you guys know that? You know, yeah. and so um, that's something that kind of blew my mind also. And I didn't know coming from external audit, I was like, okay, it's the same, like we do the same thing. You know, we just look at different processes when we do it. Um, and so, yeah, I think a lot of people do miss the the fundamentals there. Um, well, I know that's what you do is you help teach auditors the fundamentals. Do you have a we'll call a success story of where you've taught someone the fundamentals and then you've kind of seen 
how that played out for them? Okay, I'm I'm just going to use the, um, my practical experience on the on the CIA exam training. I train CIA student, uh, candidates on how to learn internal auditing. Mm -hmm. You know, because my strategy is first learn internal auditing. However, you can learn internal auditing through the CIA certification program, even if you have not learned and enrolled during your practice. Because another thing that I just want us to agree on is that some of the things that people are reading or learning during the CI certification program should have been as they should have been part of their practice on a daily basis even before they decided to to be a certified internal auditor. So I made people to understand that learning internal auditing is one thing and learning how to pass the CIA exam is another thing entirely. Yeah. yeah. Many CIA candidates have problems within CIA Part 1 exam. And that is essential of internal auditing. But the question should be why these people are all internal auditors. Why are we having challenges in passing the CIA Part 1, which is essential of internal auditing? For example, let me give you this uh, example. Uh, in 2021, the global pass rate for CIA Part 1 is 43%. Now, that's below average. Mm -hmm. And according to the Institute of Internal Auditors, the IIA, in 2022, only 45% of candidates who took the CIA Part 1 exam passed the exam. We should ask ourselves, ask ourselves a fundamental question. Are the candidates failing the CIA Part 1 exam not internal auditors? Are they not internal auditors? But I will have to leave our listeners to answer this fundamental question. Although many factors contributed to the failure of uh, individual candidates, but I am so sure that a lack of fundamental knowledge of the profession is one of them. Yes, many of these candidates will claim to have years of experience in internal auditing. But since 2020, I have been working with CIA candidates on how to use the basis of internal auditing to pass the CIA exam Better. since 2020. For example, I trained people, I mean internal auditors, on how to use the definition of internal auditing, the definition of internal auditing only. I mean understanding that definition of internal auditing to answer more than 10 questions out of the own 120 questions in a CIA Part 1 exam. Yeah. That when I teach you this, when you understand this definition of internal listening, with this basic, you should be able to answer or use the understanding to answer more than 10 questions yeah. out of the 120 questions that you have in a CIA exam. And over time, all our candidates passed on their first class with this strategy. I have, for example, I have a young candidate who passed CIA part one and CIA part two through my mentoring without 
the conventional practice of internet auditing. Today, when you go to the link to LinkedIn, you will see my candidate. She posted a social story. Yeah. As of today on LinkedIn. Her name is Abibat Oladijoy. You find that on LinkedIn and she's training currently. See, many candidates will fail the exam even before they reach out to me, pass the exam immediately after they try again. So these stories are a result of my pragmatic approach of learning internal auditing in preparation for becoming a professional internal auditor. So once you have this basic experience, regardless of how complex or the cognitive level of the question, you will still use the fundamental of internal auditing that you have learned so well to ace the CIA exam. Thank you very much. I think the obvious follow-up question, if if for those that are listening, is okay. Well, what is that definition <laughs> so that we can, you know, for CIA candidates that are like, okay, well, I'm getting ready. I would love to go ahead and know that I've got ten questions in the bag. Uh, I don't want you to give away too much because I know that's part of your secret sauce and and kind of what you do. But could you uh, peel back the curtain a little bit on that? Yeah, you know the definite. Um... I don't want to go into the definition first. And one of the reasons is because there's some things that we need to understand before we get to the definition of internal auditing. Because I have said it before, that the first thing is to know what internal audit is, mm -hmm. which we can easily define as the definition of internal auditing. Another thing is to know the constituents of the understanding constituents of this definition by also whether you learn them separately or you learn them um, through practice. One thing I am sure about, based on the current update or review to the um, international standards for the professional practice of internal auditing, is that for now it is now GIAS, Global Internal Audit Standards. The definition of internal auditing is not changing. I am very confident of that. And now to the question, if you understand the definition of internal auditing, you will know that that definition is a precise or succinct statement of the role of or the duty of the internal audit department or function in any organization. That's the first thing we all need to know. That once you understand that definition, you now understood the substance testimony of what role or the duty of an internal audit function in an entity. Another thing that I also want to point out as a key to anyone listening to us as an internal auditor is that when you consider that definition of internal audit auditing by the Institute of Internal uh, Auditors, the IIA Global, you will understand that inside that definition, you have the purpose, the nature, and the scope of internal audit inside the same definition. So for you to understand the definition of internal auditing, you have the role or the, um, um, the duty, the scope, the purpose, the nature of internal auditing as your fundamental base of the profession. Now, the definition has not changed. 
it is still the way that the IIA defines it. It says that internal auditing is an independent, objective, assurance, advisory, or consulting activity designed to add value and improve an organization's operation. It continues by saying that it helps an organization accomplish its objectives by bringing a systematic, disciplined approach to evaluate and improve the effectiveness of governance, risk management, and control processes. However, you have to break this definition one by one. And that is what I'm going to be emphasizing for internal auditors Listen to us. The first thing I'm going to be saying that is that based on that definition, internal auditing is independent and objective. You need to understand independence and objectivity in the context of internal auditing. That differentiates internal auditors from external auditors or any other professionals. The second part of the definition that every one of us must understand is that Internal auditing as a profession provides two kinds of services, assurance and advisory or consulting services. It means that you must understand this area separately and what internal auditors does in this area. The other area that I want to emphasize in this definition is that the two services, which is assurance and advisory, that internal audit provides are designed to add value and improve an entity's operations. We are not an impediment to entities' progress. We are not police officers. We are not. Um, uh, we we are we are, we are not standing as a, as a, a, as an incumbent to the uh, to the progress of an internal of of the organization. So now. Let's move to other parts of the definition. Another thing that we must all understand is that as a professional, working as internet auditor, we help organizations to accomplish the objectives of that organization. We can look at the objectives in different ways. Strategic, um, strategic um, objectives. Uh, we can look at it in the form of, uh, let's say, coastal, let's say, operations objectives, let's say, uh, compliance objectives, let's say, um, reporting objectives. We can look at different kinds of this, but the most important thing that I have to emphasize that is that we are responsible for helping organizations to accomplish their objectives. Another area that every one of us must understand in this definition is that we don't just do our work anyhow. We have a systematic and disciplined approach to achieving to, or to helping the organization to achieve the set objectives using assurance or advisory services that we can we provide. So if I continue to demystify this definition further, I think uh, we will take our time. But I do not want to end without talking about the nature of the work of internal auditors based on this definition. And the nature of internal audit work is to evaluate and improve the effectiveness of governance, risk management, and control processes. If you look at this definition very well, yeah. we are not talking about finance, um, accounting, or um, business, or whatever. 
we are solely focused on the organization and helping them to achieve its, uh, its objectives. Thank you very much. And for those that were wondering, I was curious when I asked that question. I was like, okay, we're going to have to pause this so Alaba can read the definition straight off uh, his screen. We did not do that. And so then I started to watch your eyes as you're going and you didn't read it off. I don't think you read it off the screen. And so I, I say that to say, if someone asked me for the definition of literally anything, I'd be like, I don't know. Let me look it up. And you, <laughs> you knew it off the top of your head. And I say that to- It's what to, I've been doing. It's what I've been doing every time, every yeah. month. Because it speaks to exactly what you're saying and that like you truly believe that. And so I think that's important. Um, I was very impressed by that. That was fantastic. Is there anything else as we uh, start to shut the show down? What do you want to leave the listeners with? Is there anything else that we haven't covered that you want to to get out there? The first, uh, the first thing I'm going to be talking about here is I used to talk about A to Z false mm-hmm. internal origin. And I'm going to give a very straightforward response to learning internal auditing from A to Z. The first thing I'm going to be saying is that every one of us as internet auditor should adopt the IIA's internal auditing audit competency framework. What I'm saying here is that we, we need to learn internal auditing using the four competency areas established inside that IIS internal auditing, audit competency framework. What I'm saying here is that there are knowledge areas established inside these four competency domains for internal auditing. So, learn internal auditing from... Okay, let me just bring out the four competency area. We have professionalism, we have performance, we have environments, we have uh, leadership, leader, leadership and communication domain. That is the A to Z. It means that you have to learn internal auditing from professionalism to leadership and communication. And inside all of these four domains, there are a lot of things to be learned by every internal auditor. So every one of us needs to conduct skill assessment to see whether some things are still missing. And that is what we are not doing in practice. Yeah. Checking what we should have learned that we didn't learn when we entered into the profession as an external auditor, as a chartered accountant or certified public accountant, or as no whatsoever profession or academic back, back, background that we uh, we have in joining the internal auditing profession. So that is the first thing. And uh, if there's any other thing that I want to say, is just to go to the details of those content. And I think uh, anybody can pick up the IIS internal audit competency framework and learn the, uh, the knowledge areas one by one. Thank you very much. Hey, everyone. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Audit Podcast. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, I'm sure there's a subscribe button somewhere. So please hit the subscribe button there. If you're listening through iTunes or Spotify, feel free to go give us that five-star rating. It only took me about 16 seconds to give myself a five-star review. And it really helps to get future guests to come on the show. So we'd really appreciate that. Lastly, be sure to check out the show notes and follow us on all our social media channels on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on TikTok. 
Also, if interested, please sign up for our weekly newsletter from the Audit Podcast. Thank you all. Have a great one. Thank you.